Hey, it's Chapeau Claudette with the episode number 277, talking about this full moon on the 10th of January 2020, the first full moon of this decade. And I have made the timestamp of 921 in Maui, Hawaii. And that is because a group of souls that I have gotten to know will be there in Maui during the full moon as part of a wake movement water initiation retreat. And they have big intentions and there's a wave coming, there's a shift that's been growing, but it feels like the flow of the Aquarius energy from 20. 2019 and 2020 has a little quantum leap, I feel, brought us really into the flow and may helping us realize some realities. And I wanted to assist some souls that I have been uh, granted access to their reconnection to the heavenly bodies to the intergalactic energies to, to assist them and inform them where the heavenly bodies are during this time in Maui and the full moon so the timestamp is at 9 in the morning nine, 21 minutes after 9 in the morning in Maui Hawaii that's 10 hours behind England. So as y'all know, Sky Astrology uses mathematics to locate and place connections to the heavenly bodies as they are in the sky from any particular viewpoint and place and at any particular time. And at this time of the full moon, when the moon and the sun are exactly 180 degrees across from each other, the moon will find itself at 19 degrees of Gemini, aligned with the star Wazat, which is a tri-triple uh, star that looks like one star from how we can see it, that is just about 60 light years away and was implemented in the finding of Pluto and has its own history. But as an observer, I am looking to see what experiences happen during this full moon and looking at the coincidences of numbers or the repetition of numbers. On this day as well, Uranus will be stationary direct, meaning it's been going retrograde and now it will pause, be stationed before it goes direct again. At the time of the full moon, on the 10th, we have the number 26, very strong. And this is about also Pluto and Saturn coming in exact degrees. Now they're already close enough. Saturn's at 25, Pluto's at 26, and they've been very close to each other for quite some time now. But in Maui, on the 10th, at the time of the full moon at 921, Venus and Venus will be rising, sorry, at the end of Aquarius. 
going into Capricorn. It'll be at the last next to the last degree of Aquarius because Aquarius has 27 degrees. So it will be at 26 degrees and 27 arch minutes with the ascendant of Aquarius at 26 and 12 arch minutes. So basically Venus will be rising in Aquarius at the exact moment that the sun and the moon will be 188 degrees across from each other. Also Pluto will be at 26 degrees and 11 arch minutes. Saturn will be at 26 degrees and 2 arch minutes. Mercury will be at 23 degrees and 35 arch minutes. And our sun will be at 23 and 29 arch minutes. Now by the 12th, they will all more or less be these heavenly bodies aligned to 26 degrees but for now they are very closely connected and all this is happening in Sagittarius with the Sun Mercury Saturn and Pluto in our sky in the part of the Milky Way but not only that the South Node K2 calculation is conjunct Jupiter at 12 degrees now Jupiter reads 12 degrees 24 arch minutes and the K2 calculation is 11 degrees and 55 arch minutes and you know that there's 60 arch minutes in 8 degrees so just 5 arch minutes more and it'll be 12. What's also important to note is Mars will be at 3 degrees of Scorpio at the highest point of our sky. The highest point of the sky will be 4 degrees Scorpio and Mars will be there as well. Also the north node Rahu will be in Gemini at 8 degrees and of course the moon will be at 19 degrees and we're looking to observe this moment as a special one related to numerology and what is going to transpire on the 12th which I'll get to in the next section so come back and have a listen Hey, I'm back. Now, we gave you, or I gave you, the data of the full moon. Now, let's talk about what's actually happening. So, I have cast the time for a position in Maui where a group of souls are meeting for a retreat that has been a quite of a life-changing moment for myself. And it's based on water and coming from a Japanese doctor who did a lot of research about the properties and memory and power of water. And I'll put the link in so that you know where to go to get the proper information. Because as you know by now, if you don't know, I don't do anything superficially. So the first thing that strikes me that would be only happening in Maui is that the ascendant and Venus is rising together. Venus is rising at the time of this full moon in the eastern horizon. If you are in Mali, Maui, sorry, at the number 26, it's 26 Capricorn, but the number 26 is the degree that. Saturn and Pluto will be meeting exactly in Sagittarius on the 12th. 
Next thing that's quite important is that we have a real kind of journey or story, a beginning to end story because of how the heavenly bodies have aligned themselves and even paired themselves together. What I'm saying is at the top of the sky, it's called the midheaven, we have a coupling of the midheaven point, which is four degrees of Scorpio and Mars at three degrees Scorpio and they're close together they're less than a degree apart so they are basically sharing that space opposite that is of course the IC but not far away is Uranus and this heavenly body will be stationary direct at that time of the full moon and it's been going back and forth it's you know very important when it stands direct and it puts more power to it and it's Uranus which anything can happen so they are more powerful I believe when they are direct and that's at three degrees of Aries and 41 arch minutes also aligned with the constellation Satas now if we have uh, the coupling and really important stars and heavenly bodies on within the Scorpio and within the Aries so let's go back up to the top of the chart the next um, house that is full of course in the next part of the sky is the Milky Way and it's so important to take on board the importance of the Milky Way because that's where the galactic center is and the galactic center has an anti-center the galactic center is considered like the zero degree point and the anti-center is considered the 180 degree point now if you lived at if you were looking or you lived at the anti-center you wouldn't have any stars you would look to the center and you would see all the stars like now in the sky when we look to the sky we can't see the galactic center stars during the day because the sun is shining there now but in the summer when we have uh, Gemini and June and those things we can look to the galactic center because it's at the night time and the stars are shining so when we have a full moon which is about the interaction of opposites. It's about 180 degrees. It's about a center and an anti-center, you could say. It's about one side and the other side and how to balance. And recently, I love using this analogy about the seesaw because we want to evolve from the uh, concepts of tug of war. We want to um, make sure everybody's happy. Sometimes when you have a happy medium, you have a compromise, both people aren't really happy, like you're meeting in the middle. And what I believe, and it's only my opinion, this is about, as above, so below, sky astrology, the whole shift is for us to be more flexible. Like uh, one of the people who I've just got to know water priestess says to flow and it's flowing and when you have a beautiful game of seesaw when people are going up and down and you're in rhythm and we all know if you've had a go at seesaw sometimes it takes a while to know 
how the other person's going to move on the other side that's going to have you at the top and then how smooth it's going to be when you go down and how often it's going to be when you go back up again but once you and that other person understand how it works then this it's a joy being on a seesaw and going up and down with no bumps and you know unhappiness happening and no long delays at the top and no long delays at the bottom but just back and forth up and down flow 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 having the both of both worlds enjoying being down enjoying being up and this is the beauty i believe of a full moon full moon is really taking into account what the sun is shining basically doing its job onto the moon at the other end and saying look this is this energy that is being shown on in the night or moon and that's why i am so passionate and almost crazy about wanting to be clear where the sun is shining because it is shining on a moon that is standing in the presence of other day stars of other stars of other suns and in this case especially it is standing in a sun in a um, star that is actually not one star it's three stars but it looks like one star so this is the last part of this full moon podcast and it is for Maui at 9:21 in the morning on the 10th of January and what's important to note is that our moon is at 19 degrees of Gemini and that Chiron the healer is at nine degrees of Pisces the water energy that water element and that Mars is in this small space smack in the middle of Scorpio but aligning with the top of the sky the midheaven at four degrees and in this moment it's about what we strive for, what we are searching for, this passion, this water, this flow, this out of ourselves idea that is so much more than we know, but connecting us with the opposition that a full moon is when the sun is opposing the moon in this case where the sun in Sagittarius in the Milky Way the home of the Milky Way opposing the anti-galactic center opposing the part of the sky which is 180 degrees away from the galactic center and that's why I'm so passionate about understanding this fire understanding the air of Gemini the need for knowledge the need to know the need to exchange the need to come together and strive for something passionate strive for the water the deep deep waters of healing 
So we have Mars, the drive, right in the middle of Scorpio. And we only have six to seven degrees of Scorpio. So it's at three. The MC is at four degrees. And this is the highest point in the sky at the time of the full moon. The full moon is not just a full moon, but it is a interaction between Mercury and the moon. So we know we're going to get some information from this full moon. It's not just going to shine a light, but it's going to communicate something to us. And they are both at 23 degrees. And it's part of this weekend where a lot of things are happening with conjunction, the well-awaited conjunction of Saturn and Pluto, which of course have been approaching each other and dancing back and forth. And they will finally meet on the 12th at 26 degrees, 15 arch minutes in Sagittarius. Of course, this is astronomically where they will meet. On the full moon, what is also, I think I know, I mentioned that on the full moon, Venus will be rising at 26 degrees. And because sky astrology is numerological, then we are conscious of these numbers and the repetition of numbers like the repetition of 26, the repetition of 11, because our south node k2 is at 11 degrees and it is less than one degree away from jupiter and this is also happening in sagittarius in our sky when you look up this is what's happening in the sky and the south the north node sorry is next to the moon they are both in gemini the north node is at eight degrees gemini and our moon is at 19 degrees. And because it's moving backwards, it's moving towards that moon. And that is connected also with karma. This is also a energy and a chart that shows that it's up to us. It's really because Chiron's connected to a focus, which is connected to kind of the 13th the one that we've been waiting for the 12 disciples but the one that nobody talks about who was there the invisible one that is now visible the unveiling the age of Aquarius which is also the age of Satus I have to say and hiding for for some reason I just noticed aqua Rias is aqua are us and with the wake movement with the realization that we are water and understanding the simple concept to understand that this is the understanding that we have to understand ether is very often associated with the focus as I was saying the understanding that we have to understand what was I thinking I was coming near the end of that but in a way it makes sense we know these things and what it is about is reconnecting and it's something that happens when you stargaze I don't know how it happens 
and that's my experience but why don't you try it and see if it happens for you stargazing to remember to remember who you are and that's a lot of times people talk about to remember who we are and so this weekend is a lot of possibilities because the heavenly bodies are connecting in exactly the same space of each other sharing information a lot of times i call it doubling up or verifying a particular point in the sky and it's similar to like when you see 11 11 these double digits so the doubling up on the full moon is the three degrees where the mars and the mcr it is the jupiter and k2 the south node it is the sun and mercury at 23 it is saturn and Pluto coming, they're at 26 already, but it's not exact. <laughs> you want to be the archman exact. And it is at the time of the full moon, the fact that Venus is exactly rising on the horizon at the number 26 as well. So I'm really curious to know about that. What's going to happen? I hope something good happens. That would be really nice. <laughs> But I am an observer, and I suggest you be an observer too. I wish you to expect miracles. Keep your vibration high. Lose the fear, talking to myself. And, um, yeah, look up. (laughs) And if you want to know more about Sky Astrology, please go to the link, and you can... um, be a member of the site i don't charge yet but i will be because i have to make a living but uh yeah you can tell me what you want to learn i have some courses that are almost ready you could start or yeah look and see what i have for sale i have uh star positions for babies so they don't sing the twinkle wonder star but i have another little song they can sing about a special star that was in the sky when they were born. I think these things are important. And you might find that interesting as well. And there's also natal correction if you're really hardcore Western astrologer, astrology lover, and you're curious about other astrologies. But I understand, you know, you're used to the Western system. So there's um, something for that as well. So I'm going to go now. I am doing a special consultation for a a group of people, a group of souls who are at Maui this weekend and and a water initiation with the water priestess. And so I'm going to be giving them as much information I can about where the stars are so that they can make the use of the energy but there's a lot of energy out there today and if you have the sky location map you might also want to use that to be in tune with it okay it's enough rambling from me take care of yourselves bye and thank you for listening